Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Ugly Duckling podcast with your hosts, Bryce and Rashida. This is episode 25 and the final episode of season one. So thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us pretty much half of 2021 and listening to all the stuff that we've had to talk about. We definitely appreciate it. Um, And so this final episode, we're going to talk about how we show up in the world and how people show up for us. Yeah, guys, you know, it's a season finale. So I definitely wanted to discuss how I actually show up for myself, for other people, whether that's, you know, at my job, whether that's romantically, whether that's for my friends and family, right? So I want to say, since I was young, I think that I was taught the bare minimum of essentially how to actually show up for people and you know when you're younger it's like oh um you like me I like you let's be friends oh we have shared interests oh you have a t-ball game I'm gonna go be on a t-ball team but as I became an adult I realized that things are more layered than that and because I'm my own individual Rashida's her own individual that we're going to show up differently for actually, you know, different people in different situations. So I can only speak for myself right now, but I know I like to show up as a, I want to say a empathetic, nurturing person. However, I try to actually set my individual needs above everyone else's because there were times in my life where I was unable to do so. And also on the other end of the spectrum, I really try to curate a space where people can really be themselves, whether that's, you know, they can talk to me about anything or if they can just, you know, laugh, kid and joke all around. And I don't know if sometimes that doesn't necessarily translate with some people because some people have a different expectation of how they expect me to show up for them but you know to each his own it's just my personal opinion of myself and I also want to say that you know we as individuals spend a lot of time trying to work on ourselves and try to actually become this this perfect definition of who we are and it doesn't necessarily go that way. So I think that what's really helped me over the years with actually honing into how I show up for other people is just actually kind of like writing things down, um, writing my expectations of myself and those expectations I have of other people too. Okay, that's a good place to start. I think for me, um, it's hard because I didn't really think about this prior to us hopping on uh so I'll probably kind of do a lot of ums throughout this guy so please bear with me um for me how I show up in the world I don't really know if I could really say I purposely try to show up in a specific way I think it just I it is what it is so if I could try to like not be me and look outside of myself as like what do I think it looks like or what I guess I hope it looks like um 
would just be somebody that's happy, go lucky and positive. Um, and that would probably be the main thing, just that, that really that, like if I could just be one thing, it would just be a positive person. Um, and then how other people show up for me, I think it just varies because throughout your life, you kind of realize you have friends and acquaintances for different things. And um, I've learned a long time ago, you try not to have put too much pressure on people to be everything to you. Um, in my younger days, you know, you want your one girlfriend to be like your friend that you ride bikes with and you go to the club with, and then you go to church with, and you like do all these things. And it's like, everyone doesn't like the same things. And so um, just learning on my own end to respect that, because I feel like when I respect what my friend's strengths are, then me personally, I will have a better time and I will not be stressed. So selfishly, it's not really even about them. It becomes just more about, okay, don't ask your friend that hates to read to be in a book club with you. That's just going to cause aggravation and grief. Like, don't do it. No, that's real. And um, to piggyback off what you're saying, since we're best friends, I feel like, Rashida, you show up for me in so many different ways, whether you realize it or not. Um, a lot of times, I probably don't thank you enough for actually being a good supportive friend to me. And um, you know, I'll just give you some specific examples. Like, you're one of the probably four people in my life, if I ever had to call to talk to someone about anything that's going on, I could actually call you and really feel safe and not feel judged like I felt like I've never really felt judged by you at all and to my point like that's how one of the many reasons of ways you show up for me in this world and I really value and appreciate that thank you I that, that means a lot um and I definitely would agree with that like I recently I remember calling you about some you know random ass shit and I'm like telling you like, like, I don't know how he's going to respond. And, you know, like, obviously you still just heard me out and we just had a conversation, but I think that is very important that you have people that, you know, you can talk to and not judge you because even I think sometimes with parents, like they, for the most part, want to be able to like help you through all situations. But I still feel like, you know, your parents is like, you're always their baby. And they always have this expectation of like how you're going to live your life in their head. And so I think even though sometimes it can, it's not malicious, sometimes parents still can like judge, right? So all of a sudden, you know, like when you were a kid, let's say they loved your writing and then you go to college and say, you know, I want to be an English major. And they're like, English major, like, how are you going to make money doing that? You know? So it's like, <laughs> they don't mean to be like judgmental, but I feel like it still happens. No, that's real. And, you know, speaking on parents, it's just crazy because how I always wanted to show up to my, well, show up for my parents. I always wanted to be my authentic self, but it's weird because I don't feel like my parents have enough space within themselves to ex essentially accept the authentic version of me. Yes. And I don't know if that makes any sense. So I feel like even now there are times where I feel like I'm, I'm conflicted. Like I feel like I want to be a hundred percent Bryce around them, but then they're kind of like, they kind of live in this, I don't want to say surface level world, but it's definitely giving um, Cosby-ish vibes where like, 
not that everything is sunflowers and you know sunshine but they definitely have like a expectation or they kind of project who I am and who they want me to be and that's not really in line and like I said before like how I show up is being authentic and if they're not willing to accept that we have like we've had a lot of conflict because of that yeah no I could see that I think it is interesting because you're trying like I was saying it's like I try I don't want to be the person that's like okay this is how I want to show up in the world in like a, in a way that would be stressful because I think then there's like, I have to be perfect, right? And then like, that can be overwhelming. And so like for people who care about astrology, you know, you have your sun sign, you have your rising, you have your moon. Um, and so your sun, I believe is your ego, right? And then um, your moon, I believe is feelings. And then rising is your personality. I think that's how that is um, done. And, and so I, my rising is Virgo and Virgos are perfectionists. So it's like, sometimes it's like, I, I think about, okay, Rashida, like, who do you want to be when you grow up? Or where do you want to be in five years? Or where do you see yourself? And it's like, don't get so caught up because then you can like actually hate yourself when you don't accomplish those certain things. So that's why I said like for me now, I was like trying to just show up as like a confident person. Um, and, you know, I will add to that, like, of course, like making sure that I'm maintaining healthy, like beneficial relationships with people. So I feel like I'm being heard and appreciated. And they also feel like they're being heard and appreciated because, you know, I've definitely had my fair share of being on both sides of that, where I felt like I have friendships where I'm like, I don't even know if they really care what I'm telling them or vice versa, where I've had someone say, Hey, Rashida, like, I pretty much think you're a shitty friend. And I'm like, wait, what the hell? You know? So, um, I think that has just been something like going into my thirties that I, you know, when I, when I first turned 30 and, and now in my thirties of something that I would like to sustain, um, because we are going into other phases of life where people are getting married and having children and or moving away or these different things. And although you guys may not be in the same physical location or in the same space in life, you want to still maintain those relationships because you still just want to have that community around you. No, that's a hundred percent accurate. I know for myself, like, and I think I might've mentioned this before. I wanted to show up for people in 2021 um, physically and I, you know, you moved to Cali and I had yet to see your place. So I, you know, booked a plane ticket, went out there to see you. And um, I knew that meant a lot to you. And I wanted to show up for you that way. I've done the same thing mm -hmm. with my other best friend, Derek. I've done um, similar things with my other friends too. Like I've gone to their places because I mm -hmm. didn't want to seem like I was being, I, I wanted to seem, I wanted to I wanted everyone to feel like they were appreciated, you know, because people like come long ways for my birthday or they come see me. And I didn't want to be that type of friend that's like, like one sided, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. I know for me, that was something 
I like that you said show up for them physically, because I think when I was younger, that was like my friend love language was showing up for my friends physically. So mm-hmm. I know like particularly, um, you know, when I pledged, I was playing basketball, right? So I didn't have a lot of time to spend with them after the fact. And I was like, you know, I want to get to like really feel like I get to bond with them because they get to do all these things together and I'm never around because I'm bonding with my teammates. And once I graduated, it was like, oh, you live in D.C.? I want to come and visit, like, you know, and there was no real reason other than just, I want to see you. Like, we don't really have to do much. And I feel like I started to really build stronger connections, particularly with my line sisters by doing that. Or like, to your point, some of my other friends, it's like, oh, um, you know, you just got a new job and you, I don't know, you moved to Miami, I'll come. You know, like, it's just like, I want to hang out. I want to see you. And I felt like me putting my money where my mouth was, was like, showing that I cared about them because it's like, I'm spending my own money to get on a plane or to get in my car and, you know, to see you and spend actual physical time with you. Right. And then of course you had those people that you do those things for who are the takers and they will still find somewhere to complain, some way to complain, excuse me, about you not doing enough. You're like, well, I just spent like $600 to come see you. What do you mean? Right. No, exactly. Um, Yeah, that's the thing, like how people show up for you. I've yet again, because like that whole thing about knowing your friends, Mm -hmm. it's like once you know your friends, you should have expectations for those friends. Like, I don't think you shouldn't because there needs to be some type of line so that you know if it's okay or if it's too much or not like, you know, too little. Um, And so in those situations where it's like the friend that it's like, yeah, come visit me in Vegas. So you go and then you're like, all right, hey, I just bought a house in Philadelphia and there's no desire or energy toward like, let me get here. It's not so much of a like, oh my God, you're a horrible person. It's to me, at least at this point in my life, it just is, okay, noted. And now you just, you'll distance. Once you start giving that energy and time to certain people, they'll just fade. I don't even think sometimes it has to become this whole like, conversation no 100 percent agreed and definitely um there were times where like people in my opinion didn't show up for me you know or they just didn't you know meet my expectations but um in retrospect I should have just like you said taken a mental note and just kind of know just kind of understood where to actually place that person you know as opposed to like making it a thing like you didn't do this you didn't do that trying to force somebody to be something that they're not and then actually finding those people facilitating those relationships with people that are actually for me instead yes and I think also it's like being realistic with yourself that maybe your expectations of a certain person are actually too much so like I've had friends that like you're on the phone you're talking to them about all this stuff and then like the next time you talk to them and like I'm not saying like you don't speak often like this is somebody you speak to and then the next time you speak they know they don't remember anything essentially that you just talked about they don't know you about to graduate from grad school they don't know that you just got a job at Apple they don't know that you just bought a car they don't know that you date in Tyrone and so it's like what did you hear right and so instead of me getting super, super mad, I started to realize this is a friend that never remembers anything like think like really sit back and think about it and then you're like, okay, Rashida, you actually were expecting way too much. Just when you speak, keep it, keep it light, keep it right. light and you will not stress yourself out. And I felt like 
I didn't necessarily lose a friendship. Now, granted, on like on the scale of friendships, no, this person's not going to be like at our level. But it's like, okay, you know, you didn't make it like a big stink. It was just like now you know that this is what this person actually can offer you, and this is their maybe that's just a weakness of theirs, not actually retaining and remembering information. And then you like, okay, noted. When I have a cookout, I'll invite them. If I'm about to get married probably won't give them the invite because they'll forget that I'm having a wedding and I would have paid for a plate for nothing. So it was just like knowing people. Oh, well, no, you know, those type of people, they're there for a good time, not a long time. So <laughs> yeah. they'll, they'll remember your wedding because that's going to be the <laughs> alcohol, the food, like they'll remember that. Um, they pick and choose. They'll remember the wedding, even though you didn't even invite them. They'll be like, yo, like I heard you getting married. Like, I didn't get my invite in the mail yet. And you're like, damn, I definitely wasn't planning on sending one. <laughs> definitely didn't get a stamp for you. It's fine. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, now I have to have this hard conversation. You're not invited, actually. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to hurt. What You know, that's a, you know, for season two. Well, we did cover wedding etiquette, but like that definitely can end a, a friendship or two. Yeah, weddings, there's a lot that we, we, there's so many ways you could talk about weddings, so, so we could go into that even more. Um, another thing about, like, how you show up in the world, I think, like, the positivity piece is just, like, so big, because I feel like it bleeds into everything else. So if you can try to be as positive as possible, I think it bleeds into your, like, love life, it bleeds into your work life you making sure you have work-life balance and then trying to just set goals for yourself, right? That like you can kind of, to some extent control. So for people who are like, you know, I want to lose weight, then it's like, okay, only you can hold yourself accountable. Don't, you can't really ask all these other people or things like that. You have to try to, okay, I want to show up in the world as I care about myself and my mental health and my body. So what does that mean for me? It's like, okay, that means I'm going to work out five days a week. Right. No matter what, like figure it out. And so with the pandemic, it was even easier because I was like, I figured I found workouts to do at home. So it's like now, like after that, it's like, you don't really have a reason Rashida to say, oh, I don't feel like it. Like if you really care about your mental health and your physical health, because you want to show up in the world, not only as a positive person, but somebody who looks like they give a damn, then those are the things you're going to do because yes, like physically you want to look appealing and like yourself and all that. And then mentally it's like, okay, you need to read books. You need to meditate. You need to get sleep. You need to actually disconnect from work at a certain point so that when you are with your friends or, you know, doing things on a personal note, you're actually being positive and enjoying yourself. (laughs) Right. I mean, which leads to my third point, how do we show up for ourselves? And you just nailed it. Like 100%. <laughs> and I personally feel like this relates to this, like, you know, analogy with when you're on an airplane and, you know, when let's say the plane, like, you know, dips a little bit and those like masks come down, the breathing mask, right? And they always tell you, put your mask on first before you help the person next to you, whether it's your child or a loved one or a stranger, right? Because if I'm, if I can't breathe, how am I going to help you? Right. So if you're not showing up for yourself, how are you going to show up for other people? And I think show what like showing up for yourself, like what does that look like? Like mine's was obviously very personal to me about like I want to work out and like right. these are like the ways I show up for myself, but like for other people, it's like what does that mean? I know one that I'm working on is like the whole setting boundaries because I think I still struggle with that um, and trying to set boundaries because I think as a kid they didn't really exist, right? Like 
most of the time especially as a black child in most households you don't have an opinion when you say something it's like you're a kid like stop talking so now you're like trying to set boundaries and it's hard because you're like are people going to actually respect my boundary even if they're not family it's just like is this going to be like oh you're doing too much if I'm like I'm actually tired I want to go out or no I actually can't give you a ride today like how is that actually going to be perceived oh listen you are speak we speak in the same language today sis because (laughs) the generational trauma where the child can't even have an opinion whether it's you can never say no in the black household okay that might be your butt (laughs) so I feel like going into adulthood I know you and I have both had conversations about this we both didn't know how to say no to stuff like so it's just like the power of those two letters and just how much we lost our own power by not knowing how to speak up for ourselves. Like even to this day, like if I'm conflicted, like let's say I'm supposed to go somewhere and I'm not supposed to, I have to tell myself like, Bryce, this is your life. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. And if the person's upset, acknowledge their feelings, like don't dismiss their feelings because you feel uncomfortable with them being upset. Just be like, you know, it, I'm sorry. Like that's, yeah, you're hundred percent valid and take as much time as you need. If you don't want to speak to me right now, I got it. If you, if you, you know, if you need some like a day, hour, or if you want to just chalk <laughs> it up, it is what it is. But um, to my point, just like saying no, that's showing up for yourself. It definitely is like, oof, like that is something that, well, first of all, please, if you have, please give a little like synopsis to people about the book that you bought me for my birthday so that they can maybe pick it up if they deal with boundary issues. Oh, that's the boundary book, right? I sent yes. so many books. Um, so I actually got put onto this book. Hold on, let me pull it up so I can give <laughs> like the full disclaimer. I actually got put onto this book by one of my friends, Gio, and he was telling me about the book because he also was working on his boundaries with people. Yeah, and by the way, guys, it is written by a Black woman. So for yeah. those who care about supporting Black authors, this is, um, you know, an easy win here for you. Okay, yep. Uh, such a great win and an easy win. But the book is called Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. And you can purchase it on Amazon. I have a subscription with Audible. Since I'm always in a car, I need to like listen to these books. But back on back on track, this book, what I really enjoy is that it actually gives you clear-cut scenarios and examples of when your boundaries are possibly infiltrated and possible responses and different ways you can actually go about setting setting and reinforcing boundaries for yourself because that's like a thing like you can set a boundary all day but if you're not reinforcing the boundary because especially you're going to get some pushback from it then what was the point of setting the boundary in the first place yes yeah and I think sometimes too for me I struggle with okay one how do I want to show up um, and how I want people to acknowledge or accept these boundaries I'm trying to place because I'm trying to show up in a certain way, right? So one way I feel like I want to show up when it comes to dating and relationships is I want to show up as I don't deal with bullshit, right? Like I want to try to show up as that as like like that as much as possible, hoping that 
that will um, scare away any people that are just looking to waste time, right? But obviously still you'll meet people that are ultimately trying to waste your time. Um, and not that there are bad people, right? Like, I don't want to say, because there's essentially what I mean is like, I've met men out here who are pleasant, but they're not for me to date, right? But we're in similar social groups. So I'm going to run into you. So then like how I really want to show up if I get a text or a call from you is to be like, nah, nigga, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm done, right? But then part of me goes, no, Rashida, you're more mature than that now. So just let, like, which is really usually the route I go, which is like, don't respond at all. Or just be like, when they like, yo, what's up? I'm like, hey, having a great day, thanks. You know, and just leave it there. And then when I run into you and it's like, yo, where you been at? I'm like, I've been around, you know, like just keep it cool, casual. But it's like, am I still not reinforcing this boundary? Because I ultimately don't want you to feel like you can keep talking to me. But here you are, even though I'm not taking the bait, it's like, why are you still talking to me? Like, am I being too easy? <laughs> right. I mean, with that specific example, I mean, people just do things just to get a reaction, you know? Yeah. They just like to F with you. And yeah, then well, you're not giving him the reaction. So it's just like, I'm going to keep coming back until I get one. Right. Which is annoying because you're just like, yo, what's good? I feel like it's crazy now. Like when I was younger, a guy like, you know, it didn't work out. You would be so upset. And like, if you saw them, you're like, fuck you, leave me alone. Right. And now it's just like, yo, what's good? And it's like, what? Like, you're not trying to like set me a send, like pull me aside and have a one-on-one chat. It's like, no, like we're good. Right. It's like, oh, or you like, you're like text you and you're just like, that's what's up. Or like a thumbs up. It's like, you're not sending me a five paragraph text. It's like, no, we're good. Exactly. I mean, my, <laughs> my go-to is just like, look, we in a global pandemic. People are dying every day. I don't have time to be worried about the texts or whatever you got going on over there. Okay. Keep yourself safe. That's yeah. it. But yeah, that's the one part of my life where I feel like I'm, I actually be like, okay, how do I want to show up? And it's like, I want to show up as no nonsense. Leave me the fuck alone unless you have something of value to say. <laughs> That's real. You know what's funny? Like, I have a couple of newer friends within the last three, four years. And they say, and it's funny because so you've known me for over 10 years, right? And But these people haven't. So they say that I show up as that person who doesn't take any shit. And I'm like, really? Oh, is that what I'm giving? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it was a process, right? Over years for you. So like now you're like, wow, I guess I really am not about the bullshit. But they've only known you when you haven't been about the bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Because they probably wouldn't have even been my friend when I was about the BS. So. <laughs> it's just funny. It's just crazy how like we we view ourselves one way and then other people view us another way. And then I know for myself, like, especially with showing up, like I wanted to show up the way that other people expected me to show up, not the way that I was actually showing up. So. Yes. Yeah. And that can be a conflict because then you're yet again, trying to fit something that is not realistic for you or just not mm -hmm. comfortable. It's like, you don't really want to do it that way. Right. And I just feel like, you know, if you're ever feeling disconnected from yourself 
or if you've never been connected with yourself, just try to figure out who you are. And it takes baby steps. Like, what do you like? How do you like to be spoken to? How do you like to spend quality time? If you like to spend quality time, just figure out who you are. And you can do those things with friends. You can do those things with family members. You can do those things with partners, but just really take time to figure out who you are and how to actually show up the same way. Yeah. And I think it might be worth even asking your friends that actually matter to you that question, like, how do I, how do you feel like I show up, you know, and get their perspective? Because sometimes I think you don't see certain things, right? Because you're you. So your friends might be like, yeah, you are like such a boss. You're so assertive and confident. And, you know, and you're like, wow, I didn't know that. And maybe that's like the pick me up you might need because there are certain people that just don't feel confident in themselves in a lot of aspects of life. But if you were to talk to their friends or family, they're like, no, this person has all these great qualities and they're listing them out. And you yourself don't see any of those good qualities. So it's like, maybe you need to be reminded of what you bring to the table. Right. No, that's real. I mean, you know, negatives outweigh, like you have one bad thing that's going to outweigh the 95 positive things going on in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes too, even with like looking when you're going online and you're seeing all these people with the things that you want, or they're showing up the way you want to call yourself showing up. um, It can feel like Disappoint. I don't, maybe not disappointing, but it can be intimidating or like defeating, like, damn, like I still haven't gotten that, you know, that person is younger than me and look at them showing up in this perfect way. And I'm not able to do that. Right. That's real. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. I mean, I, I go back and forth with social media. I think social media is a necessary evil, especially for people who make their money off of it. Like brands, you know, y'all know I work in marketing. So marketing is a necessary evil. Like in the best, in the best way, you can be poor, broke, have a great business idea, and your your stuff can blow up because you knew how to market it online, right? And then in right. the other in- instance, you got you know ten year olds hating themselves and not thinking they're cute or pretty because you got people bullying them online, or you know kids are teenagers are already fa- using Facetune and all the like having all this body dysmorphia because they think they look better with snapchat filters than they do as them regular as a regular self so there's both sides to that coin that's why i say it's like i think it's a necessary evil as a capitalist but i mean just like as a human it's not it's really not needed <laughs> mm. and i don't look sidebar i don't know what only fans people are going to do because you know they're taking off the pornography piece starting in october yeah start marketing themselves a different way i guess i'll go back to snapchat i feel like some of them had like two accounts right there was like the one that you knew regular and then like if you subscribed and sent them a cash app you could see the other it's a lot going on they'll figure out ways because they've been figuring out ways before OnlyFans. i feel I like those type of people are pretty like smart actually <laughs> they get yeah, that's money. how they were showing up smart ready ready <laughs> to get that coin okay yeah though they definitely they're definitely showing up to get that money um and i'm not mad at them hey get your money man listen sex work is hard work yeah it's real work too it's real work i could not imagine that like as an actual job for me because imagine how you have to really like separate the physical and intimacy aspect to just get paid because you Mm -hmm. don't have the people they're dealing with they don't find attractive they don't like 
Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, I can do it. So I'm like, Ooh, how do you mm-mm. even when you think about like the person that is, you know, the 25-year-old girl who's married to like this millionaire who's like 80 years old and like looks like he's already dead, and you're like, How are you how are you sleeping with this man? Like, there's no there's no way. And <laughs> I'm like, more power to you, girl, because I could never do that. They probably have an open something. There's no way. It makes no sense. But shout out to them if it's working. Yeah, right. <laughs> shout out to them. Because I know I saw a uh, sidebar. Um, this, I think it was a black guy. He was like 27. And his soulmate was a 78, 80-year-old white woman. Did you see that? I saw that. I saw that today, actually, on my Instagram. I was like, okay. Yeah, I saw it today. Seeing. Yeah, they be serving us all this stuff. I'm like, what is this? Marketing. I was like, okay. I just, like, saw it. I, like, scanned it. And I just rolled my eyes. I was like, all right, well, whatever. Right, this is a lot. But There's no way. They sh- at least they're showing up for each other, right? Right, that's the biggest thing. I think... Um, one of the last things I guess I want to say before we wrap up tonight is just like really looking at how people show up for you because, you know, I think it's, even though I think it is still very difficult, it's easier for you to be like, okay, this is what I want to do to present. I want to appear strong or brave or a great friend and listener, like whatever it is. But then, um, you know, you have to think about how do I want people to show up for me? It's not really so much how they want to show up for you as much as like, what do you need to receive, right? Because it's kind of like the whole love language thing. Some men like to give women gifts. That is nice. And I think if, if I was dating a guy and he'd given me gifts, I would not be like, oh my God, that's horrible. But I know for me personally, like quality time means more. So there'd have to be some way we meet in the middle. So when it comes to like how your friends, family, your boss, your coworkers, your lover are showing up for you, it's something that you really need to actually have a conversation about. Because I know like for work, it's like, hey, you know, I want your help to help mentor me so that I can essentially get to your level within 18 to 24 months. Like, that's what I want you to know. And like, I've like said that. And then some bosses like, great, I really want to help you. And then others you realize are trash and they ain't going to do that for you. Um, And same thing with lovers, like, hi guys, I'm 34. I'm looking for a man that is actually ready to be in a relationship with the girl. And then we can go from there and determine if we're compatible enough for marriage. But if you already sitting here talking about you ain't going to call or text, I should know that, or I will see it very quickly and then remove myself. Right. And you can show up your, in your most non-existent way, like you're doing for someone else. Yeah. Exactly. And they'll love it because maybe that works. But yeah, I think it's just like making sure people know that, yes, they're going to still have parts of them that they feel like this is how they would like to show up. But you have to make sure to let them know this will work or not, because then I think it'll be just resentment, frustration or just unhappiness because you'll be like hanging out with a person and you're just kind of like sitting there miserable or like, I really don't want to do this, but I'm here. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst place you can be. I don't know. I think it happens more for people like on romantic settings, but even like, have you ever ended up hanging out with someone because it was almost like they kept hounding you? Like, we got to catch up. We got to do drinks. We got to do, and you're just like, fine. And then you do it and you're just like, I should have just not, I should have just said no. Cause it's like, I'm here and I'm annoyed. I had that moment a couple months ago. I had this um, friend of mine who 
we don't have a beef or anything, but we kind of lost contact with each other. Um, and for some reason, this person came back to Jersey and was like hounding me, trying to hang out, trying like, I miss you, trying to hang out. And then my gut was like, okay, well, you don't feel like hanging out with this person for whatever reason. I don't know why, but yeah. that's intuition saying you don't feel like doing it. So then I, people pleasing agreed, but then, but then the week <laughs> out, I was like, I hit this person up. was like, Hey, like I have a lot going on right now, which I did. And I'm not going to be up to meeting. I, I apologize for overcommitting myself. Um, I just wasn't into it. Yeah. So I, I fell into the people pleasing, but then I fixed it. So yeah, yeah. you caught it. You caught yourself. Mm-hmm. They read the book. <laughs> yeah. Then they told me that they'll pray for me. I was like, but there's nothing. Really uh, okay. The last, okay. I'm going to just end on that. The last time somebody was praying for me, it was a guy that I liked that I was no longer talking to in that way. Have a whole new boyfriend and the boyfriend and him, like, we were all in the same place. I didn't introduce them, but we were all in the same place. And then at some point, like my boyfriend was having like a moment where he was just doing a whole lot. And he was like, he was just doing a lot. It was not cute at all. It was, it was quite unattractive, but regardless, it was in front of mixed company. And then what do I get a text? that's like, I'm praying for you. I was like, if this is wow. the biggest praying for you I've ever gotten in my life. I think I know this story. You do. I was like, you're praying for me, but like, well, I'm just like praying for me as if like he was praying like for me and my boyfriend. I was like, you're not praying for us. Like, stop. You're not. You don't actually care if we make it. Bro, I've been praying that you guys didn't. <laughs> I mean, clearly that was for the best. I, when I look back and think about that unhealthy, mentally abusive relationship, I'm like, whew, I'm glad that I finally woke the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, and that was going to go to my closing statement. <laughs> don't forget, don't ignore how people are showing up for you, too. Yeah. Because sometimes it's abuse, guys. It's not it's tough It's right love. there. Yeah, it's right there. And we just be, oh, things will get better. Oh, da, da, da. making excuses. But they're showing they're showing up for you how the best way they can. And it's crappy. Yeah, it's chaotic. And it feels like you feel like nothing. That's how you know that's a no for you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yes, okay. That was a great way to close our final episode of season one. Um, oh. It's so exciting, guys. I can't believe we've done 25 episodes. Like half of the year we have been podcasting. I can't believe it. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening to us please DM us. Let us know what you think about this season. Um, you know, we'll come back in 2022 sometime, but, you know, should we make a Instagram page for this or a Facebook page? Should we do more episodes? Should we do more interview style? Like, let us know what you guys think. Did you love it? Did you hate it? All of it. We want to know. Yes. We love positive and negative feedback. And we, look, we're mature. We take all types of criticism. So. Yes. Yes, be constructive. Thank you guys. But um, <laughs> find us on Instagram at Bryce Lennon or at Love Jones Mark. And we will catch y'all next year in 2022. Later. <laughs> Peace. Bye.